This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! Hey, we back. Chicken sandwiches is on deck. 50th and O Street, 29th and Pine Lake Road, or 28th and Superior. If you want to get a chicken sandwich, you can go get it right now. Chicken sandwiches at Wingstop. It's the captain. Brought to you. Bringing it to you. Let's see if we can get a Go Big Red. Go! At least I got one. Oh, yeah, you got it. I got one. I got one. Don't, huh? Oh, we not talking about no Dallas Cowboys. She over here talking about the Dallas Cowboys. This is Husker we Radio. We talking about Husker Radio, girl. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> we in Nebraska. We are not at Jerry's World. I'm going to need you to get it together. <laughs> Yo, I'm okay. I'm just playing. <laughs> okay, so we are down here live at PBA, and it's starting to get packed in here at the expo. You need to come down here now. Lincoln Business Expo is going on from 10 to 3. We'll be broadcasting down here from 10 to 2. Come register your business. You get a chance to win 30 free 30 second commercials. If you got a business, 30 free 30 second commercials. Right on 93.7, the ticket, Captain Show. This is the black shirt. I'm the captain. That's Terrell Farley. I'm Rashawn Jackson. I think we got four championships between us. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that that was us. But getting back to Thunder Dan Alexander, because I I think, Dan, when you look at these guys, is there any guy on the team that you would say could be that guy that would show off for the freshman coming in? Come on, Dan. Kind of maybe cause all this drama. Um, I mean, no, no one comes to my mind right now. And what do you what do you attest that to? Because everybody back when we went to school was all bricked up in one way, shape, fashion, or form, and I mean brick. You know what that means, Dan? Mm-hmm. Cut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody cut. was cut up. Everybody was cut. Even the DBs and the skinniest guy on the team was cut, cut up. up. Why is that? Why do you think that's went away, Dan? And what do we got to do to get that back? I don't know. I mean, I can't tell about the, all the policies and stuff like that. I know they got a great weight room. I mean, I think we would have loved to have the weight room they got now. Woo. I mean, I mean, it was great. It was great back then. Believe me, it was top notch. But now it's man, it's beyond top notch now. I don't know. I don't know how it, they got all that stuff in there now. But. um I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, just in general, you know, we know we got away from a lot of different things from the past, uh, what Nebraska football has been about. We tried, I, I just eleven thirty. I just re- I just remember we were tough. I just remember that, you know, like I said, you know, Osborne, his thing to me was like, Dan, you know, he's like, I don't care how many yards you get. I want you to hit people. And, <laughs> and, and then I was, and even back then I was taking flack. People would be like, why do you, why do you hit that guy? Why do you run around that guy? I was like, because Osborne told me to. 
I was like, I, I was there to beat people up physically. And after they were beat up physically, you know, the, the second and fourth quarters of, of our games, you know, were just, you know, we took off. You know, we, we, we killed them with our conditioning, you know, and our, and our just toughness to keep on going after we've been slapped in the mouth, you know, 10, 15 times. We ran the ball, I think, 20 times, 22 times against Purdue. I mean, and look, shout out to the offensive coordinator in our offense for having big plays. you got to look at it and say for 52 plays, we had over 400 yards of total offense. That's pretty doggone good. But mm-hmm. not having a run game, not having that physical presence. you got Jacquez Yant, who I put him in the same light as you. He's a big back. He's about 6'1". And a half, six two, two fifty, and he can run. That's the, what you're talking about now. Don't you use him in the same type of way to soften up that defense? And then in the second and fourth quarter, we dominate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta. You, you, I just think you know you have to. You, you have to have a. You have to have them respect it. You know, at least I, I'm saying I'm, I'm kind of maybe I'm old school. You know, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. I, I'm stuck. You know, in the past, but I just remember. You know, the philosophy made sense and it worked. And that we made them respect the run. We made them respect us. We made them. We made them play and always fear the run because that keeps the DBs from just lining up to to do pass coverage all day. You know, yeah. you, you, they have to have another concern on their mind um, than the pass. You know, and you got to you got to threaten them with it. And if you got to run it until you get you got to keep on running it until you get that respect. Yeah, that's easy to say, Dan, because you had a great <laughs> offensive line, man. These guys, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yance, is, Yance is running to the back of his own lineman. So, you know, you can you know, you know, can say it. I can say it. You can say it. But <laughs> until we get a line, I mean, he's just he, he's not going to be able to show his skills like that. You know, he, uh, his breakaway yeah. stuff. I mean, cause that, is that, that is true. That is true. You do need, you need some good. space, and, yeah. I, and I was spoiled. You know, yeah, Dan, I, I Dan had was space. running full speed. You know, I, ha- I, had, I had some – those guys up front that made the holes and, and pushed the line. So a lot of times I got a good shoot. I line up five yards deep. I got a 10-yard head start when I hit the first linebacker oh. as hard as I can. I got 10 yards of full speed to get it, give them. I mean, who who in their right mind can stop Thunder Dan Alexander with a 10-yard head start? Did you get know, in front of that train? Him, that's between him and Ray Lewis. Bro, you couldn't even pay me to get in front <laughs> hey, of that train. I said that's between him and Ray Lewis. <laughs> I don't know if Ray Lewis getting in front of that train with uh, a 10-yard head start. I'm not. So, But that's what I'm saying. When I think about Yant, when I think about Yant, we got to use him the same way that we use Dan, mm-hmm. you know, to soften up that defense. And, and, and Coach Osborne's right. The more you hitting people, the more you hitting people, the softer they get. The softer they get. Second and fourth quarters. We dominate them. They don't know what hit them because Big Dan hit them all game. Yep. There you go. Thank you. And you're a cowboy. I know that hurt to do that. <laughs> she came back, huh? She realized her mistake. <laughs> she came back and cleaned it up. <laughs> and she did it. One, two, three. Go Huskers. She could have just said go Big Red. Well, I guess so, but she's a Dallas Cowboy fan, so oh, yeah. that might not be in her repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be in the wheelhouse. I know a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans. I was a Dallas Cowboy fan growing up, you know, just because of what they had. But wait, this is not about Dallas Cowboys, so let's get back to it. Okay, so then you said there's not too many guys that looked apart for you per se. Now, I'll give you one guy, but, but, but he's the only guy. That's Nelson, number 44. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he yeah. could look a little bit better, but he looks – Nelson looks like he could have played with us because he looks like nah, a throwback. He don't, he don't look scary enough. He don't look bulk enough. He's, he looks like a young – He's like a lot more of a middle linebacker. Yeah, I'm seeing guys on the field, you know, all in their uniforms. You know, I'm not kind of seeing them day to day. So I can't, I can't tell you who's yoked up over there. Who well, but you, like can see, you can see our yokeness in the uniform, though, right? Yeah, you, 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 you can see they're, they're big, but they're not yoked. You know what I'm saying? They're uh-huh. just big guys. They're not yoked. They, you, you won't see one guy that looked like Jason Jenkins out there. Oof. You know what I'm saying? You or won't Black see, Steel. Or Black Steel or Larry Townsend. Yeah. You won't see those guys. Nobody is – Nobody's looking like Mr. Mr. Wonderful or Mr. Paul Undorf. You know what I'm saying? They're 99 not. has the potential. Robinson has the potential. Well, he does, but he's he's a I mean, he's a young guy. Isn't he? I thought he had another year to come back. I think. Well, he's a, you know, but nobody got that 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 Debo look on him. You know, right. like with the big that, Debo, the Debo like, look. That, like, you know, like yeah, like like wait, Debo one or two. Uh, no, not even that. Tony Atlas. We ain't got no Tony Atlas on the yeah, team. Well, well, how many Tony Atlases did we have on the team? We had a lot. We had a couple. Jason Dinkins, um, Dan Alexander. He looked like a a tank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know Dan's scary, man. Yeah, especially when you come in as a freshman. Hey, don't put him on scout team yet. Well, I remember. I, yeah, you open up. A, yeah, you open up a can of Dan and Willie yeah. Miller, boy. You might be in trouble. So I'm glad we had the Brian Schusters in the. And the the, the uh, Cobb on there. <laughs> Dan didn't want to. But here, let me just tell you this. Dan didn't want to block Dan, and you can defend this if you want to. Dan didn't want to block his freshman year at fullback. Yeah. So. Did you, Dan? No, I mean, blocking's never been my, my strong suit, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried hard. <laughs> but some I, of those I'm guys, saying, man, those guys are tough. I mean, it was the same way for me. Blocking was not what I came to do when I was used to running the ball. I was mm-hmm. used to getting the pill and doing my thing as a big back and letting everybody try to, the ankle biters. I'm jumping over the guys that are ankle biters. I'm trucking the guys that want to go heads up. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to block. Yeah, that's. Yeah. You'll get a headache. Yeah, that's what happened to me because Coach McBride got me like that. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be in the inside trying to hit nobody real hard. You know, I just wanted to blitz. And so, you know, it's, it's <laughs> here's my deal. If we don't have – if we have a Dan Alexander on this football team, we claim we don't have a line. But if I got a Dan Alexander on this football team, that's a line in itself. I'm running them probably 20 times a game. Yeah, but you don't want to run them with somebody in his face every play. Bruh, like soon he gets I don't – I, I don't, mean, it's, it's hard. It, that's not it's happening a, it's, all the time. Well, not all the time, but most of the time. Sometimes. Call it how you see it. This, we only ran the ball. We only ran the ball eighteen times. Yeah, and one of them was a sixty-yard run from well, a receiver. Well, well, I'm just so saying. Basically, our running backs didn't do nothing. Well, we didn't get the ball. Well, you gotta get the ball. You that, gotta. That comes from that comes from getting jumped on early in the game and making you battle your way back through the whole game. It, it, it you know, it, it's like. Listen, and and, and and I don't know. Like I can say this. Like Grant needs to get. Get get back on track. I mean, uh-huh. he's been he's been off track the last two games, so he needs a, he needs a breakout game again. And I think against Illinois, where they got two weeks for it, so they need to get their run game straight, and they need to get their defensive run game straight. And you can beat Illinois like that. I mean, nothing special about Illinois. I tell you this: just because they're five and one or six and one, they are not a great team. 
They got a great defense. Their offense is is not that great. They got the leading rusher, and that's probably it. They don't have a receivers. Well, you're going to have to stop should, the run. That 3-8 defense ain't going to that's work. Not, that's not your permanent defense. That's for a passing team. You don't run a 3-8 against an Illinois team. Mm-hmm. You're going to run like a 4-4. Four, four, or if, you, you run a bubble. You know, it, and Bill Bush is getting a – He's got the old textbook from Nebraska defenses. So, he, like I said, he needs the right players, put them in the right situation. And, and, and for him to stop Illinois, you got to stop the run. So, practice run more than you practice pass. You know, that's what you do. You make them start this week practicing run all the way to next week. You got to do two weeks of run stop. Mm, I'm putting Thunder Dan in. I mean, you put, you could put Yang. So- so whoever the biggest guy you got out there that's not playing, and your strongest linemen that are not playing, you got to put your number twos against your number ones this week to make sure that they get some good reps. You can't go scout team against ones this week because it's not going to work against a team that can run like Illinois. Yeah, we got to get healthy too, though. We definitely got to get yeah. healthy. Thunder Dan. Yep. Hey man, you got you got anything else you want to add to Husker Nation out here? You want to say to Husker Nation before we sign off? I I don't I I feel like I don't even want to get off with you. I just don't want to hold you hostage either. If you got time to roll, you got <laughs> no, time no, to roll was, with us. While you guys are talking, I was pulling up some of Yan's stats, and um, you know, to your point, you said earlier, I was like, man, I was like, you know, I don't think his average is ever going to get any better if he only gets four, five runs a game. Yeah. And that comes from, you know, that comes from, I mean, but you got to understand, he's got a, a start. He, he was fourth on the depth chart. You know, yeah. now he's not, you know, you, you don't never know how when Gabe Irvin's coming back and, and what's the other running back call? What's his uh, name? Ramir Robinson. Ramir, Ramir, Robinson. Ramir so Johnson. This guy is buried in the depth chart. And when he do get in there, it's, it's like. Why is he buried on the depth chart? That's that's that's, that's like that's, burying Dan Alexander on the depth and, chart. And, and like I said, that's for the coaches to do. I'm just the analyst. So my analyst, my, my, I'm analyzing like, hey, maybe you got to practice better, or maybe you need to, to bull some guys over a lot more at practice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, I'd be bullying you know, people. Dan, do you do you can you bully a person on game day and not bully people in practice? No, <laughs> you wouldn't know how okay. to. You don't do it in practice. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> That's right. So maybe would, you need to take that I practice would, attitude into the game attitude. Well, he yeah, only got uh, one series. I've, I've, always liked to, I've always liked to say, and I can't remember even which coach told me this, but he said, you know, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. So it's Ooh. like, you know, you can go out there all the time and practice, but if you don't practice right, if you don't do it correctly, and if you don't do it like it's a game-time situation, then when you get out on game time, it's, it's, it's not going to all of a sudden click into place, you know. So they need, need to practice more like they want to play. And not like every – kind of like to you guys said, you know, it wasn't like we went out there and bust each other's head, try to hurt each other. You're like, you don't go out there and play stupid, you know, at practice. But there's, there's games – I mean, there's times, there's season, there's drills where you know this is a live drill. Like, we're going to play and we're going to do this like it's the real thing so we can get ready for game day, you know. Um, and, you know, and you got to do it. And whether you are hitting hard – you still got to run every. You guys still got to run every play full speed. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to do it on game day. Are ball skills going out the door, Dan Alexander, in this football climate? Because you see people running to the left, and they got the ball in the right hand all the time, and they can't deal with people. <laughs> I'm serious. You oh, see it all the time. Me. It's almost like they don't even coach ball skills anymore. No, no. Well, no, it's know. hard. I think they're afraid from. And I, I will say, you know, like, you know, the thing 
that when I was talking about earlier about the media or just about you know just follow and you guys this is the media but I'm saying like in general like um, you know just the talk the extra talk that's outside of football that can get in your brain is I'm like you know I did lead gosh I think that was my junior year I led the entire country in fumbles and believe me we worked on ball skills every day all day you know I was carrying balls around at practice every day and around at school. Yeah, I did whatever I could to improve that, and so we kept on working that and working that. Um, and some of it just came down to confidence. You know, it's one of those things where you know you, you keep on harping on it, but I'll tell you what finally, I might have told this last time, but what finally solved that, that issue was uh, I think I fumbled on the first play of the game, Kansas State, uh, my junior year, and they pulled me for the whole game. And uh, we came in. The next game was uh, Colorado, and I just told I told Solich, I said, "Hey, listen, I said that hurt me, you know." And I said, "I understand. I understand why you had to do it. I understand why you did it, but it still doesn't change the fact that, man, when I make a mistake and when I fumble, I need to get back in there to to to. Sh- I, I get angry. I get angry at the mistake. I want to get out there and get angry and and make up for it the next play. You know, I don't. I don't. If, if you put me on the sideline, all I'm going to do is sulk. <laughs> and I didn't dwell on it too much. Right. And, you know, and so at the Colorado game, I fumbled a couple of times. They put me back in. And, um, and I, you know, I ended up having – that's probably one of the most memorable games of my career for a lot of people. I had an 80-yard run there. I had a 50-yard run on the very first – so I went from the Kansas State game, fumbled on the first play, so the first play of the game, and then went to Kansas State and ran a 50-yard touchdown on the first play of the game. Um, so, you know, I just think, you know, you guys – you got to show these guys that you got to have some confidence in them. And that's why sometimes when I look at, you know, these players, that if you don't get to run the ball a lot, building that confidence or making up for your mistakes. So it's like, it's okay as a running back, I feel like, if you go out there and your first three plays, you get no yards. But if your coach puts you back in there, they're telling you with their actions that they're, they have confidence that you're going to, that you're, that something's going to be different, that something's going to happen. And that's why I feel like they get away from the run. I think coach, coaches and teams nowadays, you start trying to run, and you don't, you're not successful right away, so you think, ah, we'll go to something else. Let's go to the pass. And you forget that, man. It takes running backs a while to war- warm up to get that confidence and to also just, just feel like that you, have, that you believe they can do it. And so, I don't know. That's my, that's my two, two cents. I just feel like, you know, you've got to give these guys a chance. And it may not be successful. Maybe not even the first game it might not be successful. But if you keep on showing them that you, that you have, that this is Nebraska and this is run football and this is tough neck football and we're going to put you out there, we're going to give you a shot to prove yourself, I think they'll step up to, this, I think they'll step up to the plate. Pecan Pie says Big Dan ran with bad intentions and had, to, and had a lean to him. Yank runs straight up and can't deliver a blow like Dan did. Maybe Mickey – could have Dan show up for a week of practice and teach that lean that Thunder Dan ran with. Yeah, they dig they get those big foam balls back out. <laughs> you remember them balls? <laughs> right? Ah, oh, man, I, re- I forgot about them. Uh, Paul oh, says, Captain, 40, 44 gets blown off the ball and pushed all over the lot. Crusty Dusty, big, rumbling, bumbling. Dan Alexander, one of my favorite Husker backs simply because he had a bruising style. I've been fortunate enough to snag one of his jerseys, and it's one of my favorite pieces in the collection. We are live from PBA. Get down here now with the black shirt. Beatrice Bakery is in the building. We'll be right back. 